Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Tech Talk. We're in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Accessible World and Tech Talk. Today is June 28, 2021, another Monday evening. But we're going to talk about Elbrel tonight, and there's some new things to talk about, some great things to learn about. And uh, with us, we have Adi Kushner. He's the Elbrel product manager and also with Alita Group. And Ron Miller, who is Vispero's Blindness Technology Product Specialist. In any event, we're going to talk about Elbrel tonight, and we'll take your questions as well a little later on. But first, uh, let me pass the audible baton to Adi Kushner, who will talk about Elbrel and what you can expect and lots more. Welcome to Tech Talk, both of you. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Larry, for this wonderful introduction. It is a pleasure to be here as always. I'm always excited to deliver these presentations and uh, to contribute to this wonderful community. So today we're going to talk about Elbraille. Obviously, my name is Adi, like Larry have said, and I am the product manager of Elbraille at Elita Group in Russia. Uh, we are the developers of this uh, device. Also in this room is present uh, Svetlana Vasilieva. She Comma. is uh, our assistive technology Land. Land. Ron, we can hear your jaws, please. Oh, thank you. Uh, she is our assistive technology specialist, and she is involved uh, with uh, many of the things that you're going to be looking at today. So today we're just, we're here to discuss the future of Elbraille, and let's first of all start by uh, for people who don't know a quick reminder what Elbraille is. Elbraille is a device which its purpose is to make a new generation and redefine the concept of what we know as a Braille note taker. Uh, many of the greatest Braille note takers that are available on the market are running uh, specialized proprietary software for very basic actions, even such as word processing, textbook reading, etc. cetera. Uh, recently, everyone is switching to a mainstream operating system, but under a very heavily customized shell. This is what most uh, note-taker manufacturers do to give uh, us as consumers the interface we know from these older generations of devices that we're accustomed to. Elbrail's philosophy is different. We're here to break that tradition and work on a Microsoft Windows operating system with JAWS, which is the main uh, uh, key and the main tool that you'll be using to interact and use the Elbraille. The Elbraille in its current form is a docking station for the Focus 40 fifth generation Braille displays uh, from Freedom Scientific. The product is developed with full partnership with, uh, with Vispero. And the advantage of Elbraille, there are many in my opinion, but the, the main advantage is that from day one, whether you're at school, at work, or you're using this device as your uh, daily driver at home, you are interacting with a mainstream operating system and a mainstream screen reader. So when if you finish school as a blind person uh, growing up on Elbraille, you know how to get into Windows in the university world and in the job world later on, which is very important. In fact, one of the things I learned as a product manager which I was very impressed by. I'm coming from Israel. And here, specialized note-takers have never been used for education. Uh, blind people start here from uh, with Windows from day one. 
when they go to computers and they use computers as their education tool from schools. And that was quite fascinating for me to learn that in the United States and other places, the first thing that blind people learn when it comes to technology after the Perkins Brailler is a note taker with the specialized interface and software that we all use to get our job done. So it was very interesting for me to learn this way. Uh, L Braille has been, is available for a while now. And what we've discovered during the time that L Braille is available and what we heard loud and clear is, hey, we love the Windows concept. We like a portable Windows device that runs JAWS and gives us access to all the mainstream applications we want to use. But we need our Braille features, right? Things like opening and uh, reading and saving Braille documents, BRF files, things like embossing documents, things like back and forward translation of text and things like an accessible calculator uh, and many other things which Windows by default because of its nature, because it's a mainstream operating system does not accommodate well for Braille. Over the last year, we have worked through this challenge and we're going to show you today some new tools that you're going to get as part of you being an LBraille user for free to improve these capabilities. Some of them will be out very, very soon in the very near future, and you're going to see near final versions of them today. Others will join later during this year and next year. But our goal is to bridge the gap between the Windows capabilities and our specialized needs as uh, blind people that we need in when it comes to the note taker market and adapt uh, these things for our usage. All software, which is going to be demonstrated here and talked about, will be also available for purchase for people who don't have LBraille to be used on any standard Windows equipped PC. And we'll talk about that later. So what are we doing? We are introducing a new suite of applications, which we simply call L-Suite. L-Suite is a suite of apps that does exactly this. It bridges the gap between Windows features and note-taker functionality. And the first new application, which is gonna be a part of this suite is something that we're very excited about and it's called L-Edit. What is L-Edit? There are many times where we as blind people, especially if we're using note takers and some braille displays that have standalone reading capabilities, rely on BRF files. We download them from various sources such as Bookshare, NOS Bard, and other uh, braille production sources. Sometimes we make them ourselves. As you probably know, Windows does not know how to deal with BRF files by default. And as LBraille users, we got the point very loud and clear from customers that it is a requirement to be able to properly interact with Braille files. So we thought about how are we going to tackle this? And we came up to the conclusion that we need to develop something of our own because we want something which is simple to use on one hand and very intuitive, while on the other hand, something which will offer the most capabilities we can get. So we are introducing L-Edit today, our first 
specialized uh, software for the L Braille as part of L Suite. L Edit is a full featured, easy to use Braille reading and editing environment. It contains features such as the ability to create Braille and text documents of various formats, including opening and saving to and from BRF doc, docx, which is the standard Microsoft Word file, and doc are legacy Microsoft Word files, RTF, TXT, open office documents, and others. Another feature is on-the-fly forward and back translation. Instantly, with one key, you can translate a document from Braille to text and from text to Braille. And we know that we need the best Braille translation in the world. And we like choices. So we give you a choice, whether you want to use the Duxbury Braille translation engine or LeBlui. Both are integrated to LEdit. We'll show you that in a second. LEdit also contains a spell checker, which uses the Windows spell checking dictionaries. So most of the languages that we use should be supported. It includes the ability to emboss Braille documents on Index Braille, enabling technologies, and ViewPlus embossers. It contains find and replace features, which work with text as well as they do with Braille documents, and basic formatting capabilities. We have two goals with this product. One is to replace your text editor if you don't need to use something like Microsoft Word and you want to write more basic documents, you can use LEdit instead of your typical notepad available from your E1 key main menu of the L Braille. For those of you who don't know, the E1 key is a special key on the L Braille that opens a menu of frequently used uh, programs like you have on the traditional note takers that you can easily access. So LEdit replaces notepad in that menu. I want to give you a quick demo of LEdit uh, before Ron will take it and give you a demo of a very cool feature that LEdit has in conjunction with JAWS for Windows, which as far as we know, no other note taker does at this point in time. I would add so, to that, Adi, that not only no other note taker, uh, but before we move too far along, I want to just note that this is, to my knowledge, and I've, I've been involved in access tech and blindness hardware specifically and software for a long time. This is the first Windows application that I know of from anybody anywhere that actually handles Braille documents like this, does forward and back translation, does all the cool stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, the only other thing that was even in the Windows environment that did that was in Windows Mobile for the PacMate. Now, somebody else may remember another, but I know of none in mainstream windows, big windows that does this. So this is a, a groundbreaking application and, and very much worth announcing. Thank you, Ron, for this comment. It's wonderful. So what I'll do now is I'll give you a general overview of basic functions of LEdit. I'm not going to go into very big details because I want to have uh, your, uh, to allow you to ask questions. And we have a lot of other things to talk about as well. Exciting stuff for education. But um, I'll give you a general overview of the LEdit user interface, what you can expect from it, and how basic things work. 
And then Ron will show you that unique feature. And Ron will also demonstrate contracted Braille support for uh, U.S. English or unified English because I'm from Israel and here this standard is not widely used and I st I'm still learning it. So Ron would be my uh, go-to person in this regard. Let me open the main L-Edit window. I'll share my screen from the L-Braille. By the way, I'm joining this Zoom meeting directly from the L-Braille. It's important to mention that. I'm going to share my screen so you can hear JAWS. Audio settings button drop down. Start video alt plus V button. Can you hear JAWS now? Is it clear? Yes. All right. Cool. So I'm going to launch L-Edit now. Window L-Edit, L-Edit untitled, L-Edit, L-Edit untitled, rich edit control. All right. Uh, you heard some uh, double speaking of the L-Edit name. Uh, this will be solved before release with uh, various uh, tweaks. We're now in the main window of L-Edit. And of course, the main interface contains, first of all, the most basic thing. It contains a text box where we can type text. This is our editor. I can start typing. This is a test period. All right, right now I'm typing in standard computer braille, although you can type with other settings as well. But you'll see in a minute, uh, why am I doing this? I just typed standard text in this. This is a test. Uh, field, this is a test. Now, um, right now the text appears for me in standard computer braille because this is what I have JAWS configured to. And I am gonna show you the first L-Edit feature right now which is instant forward and back translation to Braille. I'm going to press the key to initiate uh, the translation from text to Braille. It's a toggle. The key is control T, which on the focus display, it's going to be dot three, eight chord followed by T, which is dots two, three, four, five. Braille mode. You heard it say Braille mode. And now on my Braille display, I see loud and clear. This is a test displayed in American English grade two uh, contracted Braille. Ron Miller will show us another cool feature later so you can know uh, even with uh, speech how to review this. If I press control T again, no, you know what? Before that, let's do a say line with JAWS. Dot six dots one four five six braille space dots two four dots two three four braille space dot one braille space dots two three four five dots one five. All right, so you can know that this is a braille uh, paragraph, a uh, very short line with braille, and you can even navigate by word, by um, uh, character by character. We worked very hard on that, uh, even if you are in braille mode. This applies both to big documents and small documents. If I press Control T again. Text mode. You heard it say text mode, and now the document instantly translated itself back to text. This is how the forward and back translation works. Now, I want to give you an overview of the L-Edit menus, so you kind of get a feel, an idea of the features that it has. Let's go to the menu bar of L-Edit. To go to the menu bar of any application, you use the right shift key on the focus display plus dot two. Menu bar file F. And here are your menu bar items. To navigate between them, we use the right arrow key, which is dot six chord. Edit E, format O, tools E, help H, file F. All right, so far, pretty standard 
word processor style menus. Let's go to the file menu and see what's in there. I'm going to press the down arrow key dot fork chord. Menu, new dot 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 control plus N, N. This option allows you to make a new document. When you activate it, you will be asked if you want to create a text document or a braille document. I'm going to arrow down. Open dot 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 control plus O, O. This option is self-explanatory. It allows you to open document of any of the formats I've mentioned earlier. Save control plus S, S. This saves changes to your current document. Save as dot 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 F12, A. This allows you to save, to perform a save as function, to save a document under a different name or a different format. And you also see that it announces the shortcut keys after each menu item. So you know what keyboard hotkey you can press um, in order to get to this state, uh, in order to activate each function. And we tried to keep the keys very similar to what you find elsewhere in Microsoft Word and other places. Let's arrow down. Translate control plus T, T. This is the toggle which translates between uh, back, uh, Braille and text uh, document modes. When you press enter, it translates it to text and uh, to Braille, sorry. And if you open the menu again, you'll see it says translate checked. If you press enter, it unchecks it and, re and goes back to text mode. Very simple. Braille input mode F2B. Braille input mode, we're going to talk about that later because it's not really related to L Braille, but since it's present in the menu, I'll explain what it is. This is a mode which allows you to enter six key Braille entry using a connected QWERTY keyboard. Print dot 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 control plus P. -P. Print, it prints your document on a standard ink printer. Emboss dot 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 control plus shift plus P. -E. Emboss sends a document to be embossed on the Braille embosser. Send to Microsoft Word Control plus WW. This is a very cool feature. You have two options. You can either save a DLCX file from LEDIT directly to Microsoft Word or, uh, and then open it, sorry, in Microsoft Word um, manually. Or if you press that, um, if you activate this send to Microsoft Word feature, it'll take the text of your existing document and open a Word document that contains this text straight away like the convenient OCR function does in JAWS 2021. And don't worry, if your document is in Braille mode and you forgot to translate it back to text before sending it to Microsoft Word, no problem, software will take care of that for you. Close current document control plus F4 L. Close current document, it allows you to work with multiple uh, files at once and switch between them with control tab. So this allows you to close the current document you're in. Exit Alt plus F4, X. And of course, exit. This is the file menu. I'm going to press Escape, which is Z chord. Escape menu bar file F. Let's go to the next menu item. Edit E. Edit menu. Menu undo control plus Z U. And here you have your standard editing functions undo. Cut control plus X T. Copy control plus C C. Paste control plus V P. Select all control plus A A. Delete delete D. Text alignment sub menu L. Text alignment is mostly used for our international folks who want to work with um, uh, right-to-left languages or if you want to make such alignments as centering a paragraph to make it a title in a Braille book or something like that. Find dot 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 control plus F, F. This is our find feature. We have a full find and replace capability for Braille and text. Find next F3, N. Find previous shift plus F3, V. All right. Replace dot 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 control plus H R. 
this is the replace portion of this feature. Go to dot, 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 control plus G, G. Go to allows you to go to a specific line or page in the document based on the way that the, the document is formatted. Spell checking dot, 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 F7, L. Spell checking capability. This feature is split to three parts. We're going to show it uh, very soon. Um, you have your standard F7 dialog, which is very similar to what you get in Microsoft Word, and this option activates it. Space. Find previous misspelling F9, R. This feature just puts your focus on the previous misspelled word in the document, on the fly, without opening any dialogues. Find next misspelling F10, X. This does the same thing for the next misspelled word on the document. So as soon as you press Enter, or F10, it searches for the next misspelled word. It selects it so that you can override it by typing on top. List of spelling errors dot 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 alt plus shift plus L O. This dialog allows somebody who does not want to use the F7 process from Microsoft Word, uh, which is similar to Microsoft Word, to just get a list of spelling errors. People who use Word with JAWS know the Alt-Shift-L command, so we have made it the same, but it is not JAWS-dependent. It comes directly from LEDIT itself. It brings up a dialog which contains just the list of your spelling errors, and if you press Enter, it puts the cursor on the Word Again, selected, ready to be overwritten. So we have a number of choices to do spell checking as you see fit. Undo control plus Z U. And that's it. This is the edit menu. Escape menu bar edit E. I'm gonna go to the next one. Format O. This has very basic capabilities such as changing fonts and some other styles. I won't dig into that at this point. Tools T. I'm gonna go to the tools menu because I want to take a look with you very quickly at the L edit preferences. Menu, embosser setup, dot, 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 control, plus, shift, plus, E, S. This is for configuring your Braille embossers. Options, dot, 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 control, plus, shift, plus, O, O. And this is the L-edit options. I want, to, I want to take a look at this dialog for just a second. Leaving menus, rich edit, control, options, general tab, user interface language, user interface language combo box, English United States. All right, I pressed enter. We opened the options dialog, and we are on the general tab of this dialog. This is multi-page dialog. And the first option here is uh, the user interface language for LEDIT. Right now we have three languages supported, English, Hebrew, and Russian, because this is what we speak. Uh, other languages will be added soon. When I say languages, I don't mean Braille translation languages. I mean menus and dialogues languages, just the user interface. Show recent files list in the file menu checkbox checked R. I press the tab key, which is dots four, five chord to go to the next option. Show uh, recent files list in the file menu. This allows us to have uh, the, uh, the 10 most recent files we've opened displayed. OK button O. Cancel button C. General tab. That's all that we have on this tab. Let's switch to the next tab. Braille tab. Braille tables options. Translation engine combo box. Duxbury. And here is the beauty of this application. You have a combo box where you can choose between Duxbury or Liblewis. Liblewis. And you can choose uh, every table that is included in this engine uh, in your chosen uh, engine. Let's go back to Duxbury. Duxbury. I'm going to press tab. Braille language combo box English. You've got a list of your Braille languages. Esperanto, Estonian, U, Faros, Filipino, Finnish. I'm just navigating in the list so you can see how many options there are 
in this list. Duxbury has tons of languages. Filipinos. I'm going to go back to English. You. Estonian. Esperanto. English. All right. Press tab again. Braille translation table combo box. English American G2. And here you have all your English supported tables. English American textbook G1. English American textbook G2. English American textbook G1. English American textbook G2. Some of them are named uh, with duplicates. We are now discussing this with Duxbury. We'll fix these namings before release. English Australian G1. English Australian G2. And English Moon Capitals G2. All right, so you have a lot of them. English Moon Ca English Unified G2. Here is your Unified English Braille. English Unified G1. Uh, grade 1 and Grade 2, etc., etc. So the choice is yours uh on what to use we don't limit you at all if i continue tabbing use font styles when translating checkbox checked this is a checkbox that relates to whether if we want to use some uh duxbury primarily font styles when we're translating such as uh, heading indications and uh, bold underline and some other stuff okay button oh cancel buttons braille tab let's go to the to the next tab braille formatting tab here you configure every parameter for your document based on your Braille embosser um, or document in general. If I press tab. Printer list, printer list combo box, index Everest. It will say embosser list before the final release, but this is the list of embossers we support. We've got, I'm going to arrow through that list so we can get an idea. Home, index basic D, index Braille box, index Everest, view plus Columbia. All right, so you kind of get the idea of how that works. Based on the chosen embosser, Index Everest. You get the available Braille uh, settings. 33. This is... Line characters per line combo box. 33. You can choose your standard characters per line. Lines per page combo box. 29. Lines per page. Paper format combo box. A4. Left margin combo box. No indentation. Top margin combo box. No indentation. Include page numbers combo box. Do not include page numbers. All right. You have options for page numbering. On all odd pages. On all even pages. On all pages. Home. Do not include page numbers. And then you have page number style combo. The style of the page number or the location of it. Um, include on all odd pages. Page number style combo box. You have uh, several Space. options to choose from. If you want it at the top, at the bottom, uh, left, bottom right, top left, top right, etc. Dot spacing combo box 2.5 mm. These are settings that are related to the dot spacing for each embosser. Line spacing combo box, 1.05 mm. Etc., etc., etc. So I think you kind of got the idea. This is your full-featured uh, embossing setup. I'm going to close the options dialog by pressing Z chord. Escape. And we're back to the main edit window. Uh, this is kind of a very basic overview of, of the layout and the functionality that edit has in its first uh, iteration. What will also be available is a Windows Explorer extension. So you'll be able to right-click uh, Applications key, Context Menu on a file, if it's a BRF file, or if it's a doc, docx file, you'll have an edited submenu with options in that, which are uh, emboss, translate to Braille, convert back to text, etc. So for example, if you want to emboss a document, just emboss it without editing. You don't need to open the whole software. You configure the parameters once and you emboss straight from File Explorer without further uh, interference. 
This is uh, the main idea of LEDIT. And of course, no more select which program to use for opening dialog appears when you encounter a BRF file, right? Once the update will available, Windows will know how to recognize BRF files. As soon as you press enter, you get your content like any other file. I'm sure that a lot of people will be uh, liking it for books and for many other uh, uh, things. Ron, do you want to show the unique feature for Edit with JAWS, please? Now, oh, absolutely. What we've showed up until now, Start. let me disable the screen share. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm coming in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, I don't want them to hear two JAWS uh, suddenly. Um, oh, I see. I don't think it'd be a good idea. Uh, what we showed now is all features that will work with LEDIT with JAWS on the L Braille, obviously, and with JAWS on any standard machine, and also with any other AT product that you might be using. But what you're going to see now is unique to JAWS uh, alone. Only JAWS will be able to do what Ron is going to show you now with LEDIT. And thank you to the wonderful development team at Freedom Scientific, uh, to the folks uh, like Glenn Gordon and others who worked with us on this. We, we really appreciate it. So this, this to me was very exciting. And um, uh, I, I don't know what else to call it, uh, but uh, the, the hands-free feature. <laughs> so how do you do Braille hands-free? I have a tendency to like to read when I'm doing things instead of listening to music. And if I'm washing up dishes to whatever, scrubbing and doing stuff around the house, if I've got a book I'm reading in Braille, if it's a really good book, I don't want to stop reading it. So what I used to do all the time was let speech read it for me. And I can't do that anymore. Nothing offers that uh, unless I pull uh, a pack made out of the out of my office somewhere where it's sitting gathering dust. So this is Popular Mechanics. Just to, to give uh, you know the citation, this is the November 2020 issue I think I've got. And I'm just going to tell JAWS to read. Oh, if I turn on speech. Full speech. There we go. Four cars and trucks 13 by Chris Dixon, the beloved Volkswagen Vanagon's true successor as a pop-top Benz back in 1951. A British military officer asked engineers at Westphalia, a story German coach and trailer maker, the term term is. And we'll stop that. That's the Braille edition of Popular Mechanics. I downloaded it from the BARD website. And <clears throat> now you hear it. So we've opened up this file and JAWS is reading it. It's reading it like we expect it to read it. I can navigate through. Lang, Volkswagen, bus, into, T, O, space, okay. A, space, C, A, M, P, E, R, slow, D, space. Sorry, I know I'm going faster than I should for you to hear all the contractions. Dot six, W, E, S, T, sign, F, A, L, I, A. Okay. So it's handling this Braille document just like it would handle any other document. It's able to read it character by character, word by word. And I did a say all, of course, and it read it just fine. So now I can get in there and scrub my, uh, <laughs> whether it's dishes or doing the whole bathroom, I can now do this hands-free. If you want to be able to read your BRF files hands-free sometimes, you can do that. And of course, jump right back into reading with your fingers or turning speech off. I'm curious, Addy, um, is there a shortcut key to save to Word or shortcut command? Yes. So like I've said, 
uh, you can do one of the two things. You can do F12 to open save as, select the DLCX file format and save it that way and then open it. But if you just press run, please control W when you are in your book now. It will probably take a while to export. Because I think we should big... find out. Give me a second. But control let's try it. W. And yeah. let's wait. We shall. It, it is now back translating document it. One word. Edit. Okay. Here we go. There's my document. Title is document one word. Web layout view. Okay. Blank, blank. Now I got to say in all fairness, because this is a Braille book, if any of you, or Braille magazine in this case, if anybody has seen the Braille magazines you get from, from uh, the NLS, the top whole bunch of lines are blank, blank, popular mechanics. blank lines. But I, so that's why it didn't show up in the title. If the first line had had text, Word would have very dutifully grabbed that first few words and made it into the title of my document. Uh, when Word checked, when, uh, when, Braille, when uh, sorry, when LEdit says save, Word looked, there was no text, so it just didn't title it. But again, let me move space, forward here. Space, 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 P-O-P-U-L-A-R, space. As you can hear, popular, I'm not going to spell the whole thing out, but I've got the title. It's centered, just like it was in Braille. Popular Mechanics is all caps, just like it would be in Braille, except now we're seeing it in text because we've saved that to, uh, to Word format. And then, of course, it's regular text. If you're doing research, if you're grabbing volumes, and I would say whether it's NLS, BARD, Bookshare, um, you know, if you're in other countries and you have contracted Braille documents available to you, all of those, you can grab that. Or if you prefer to write in Braille and you want to put all of the pretties in, all of the formatting that you don't normally get to see in contracted Braille, uh, write your text, leave it ready to go, and then you can just have it saved to Word, and it does it with a single Control-W command. Just just one correction. It's yep. not saving to Word. If you want to save oh, good the document right. as a DOCX file, yep. you need to go through the save as process. And this we did. Is... We used the Control-W. You're right. Yes, Shane, this is exporting to Microsoft Word, which means that it now opened a new blank document. This is why you don't have a title, a name and for the document. And translated it. Yes. So you get the whole document in text. And you can now save it from Word and do whatever you want with it, format so, it. So let it. me ask you a question. So if there, because I, I, if I misspoke, we, I want to be really clear. If there had been text on that first line, you're saying it would not have grabbed that and made it into the it title for this? Okay. Nope. See, that's why I'm the flunky and you're the product manager. <laughs> Good. If so you can, would save it with F12, yeah, no, then it does it. Then I got it that. Would, yes, yes. But I, what, I, what I like about this command, Addy, is it lets me end run around all the fiddly parts of doing that because I can always now save it and give it a title. We have some exciting plans for this feature in the future. Right now, it's mm -hmm. going to be used for text uh, from um, instantly sending Braille files to Microsoft Word primarily. In future edit releases, stay tuned. Uh, we're not stopping. Uh, there will be new opportunities for this, let's say. Uh, but for now, this is the purpose of this feature. I think I will finish this section about LEdit for now, and we'll open it up for questions before we move to the next uh, topic to see if people have uh, something to say about LEdit because we're running out of time as well. Uh, it, 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 this topic takes a while, and we have some other stuff we want to talk about. But before I do that, um, like I've mentioned, LEdit and the whole L suite of apps will be coming for free to any L Braille user 
no matter which model of L Braille you currently have, whether it's the older ones that are running the Focus fourth generation displays and the Intel Compute Stick, or the newer ones which are Intel Compute Card based and have the Focus fifth generation displays, and of course, future models that uh, will come out. In addition, we will be offering L Edit as well as the whole L suite to, of apps, which again, new apps, uh, right now it's LEdit and L Notes. Uh, new apps will be added uh, soon. We are already working on new projects that we have promised, like an accessible calculator, like we have announced at CSUN and other stuff, but it's not ready yet. The development team we have is quite small and we need to release the best quality products. So things take time. Uh, those will be added for free once you, uh, if you purchase an L suite license today for people who don't have L Braille but still want to take advantage of these apps, L Edit and L Suite uh, will have um, uh, two types of licenses if you're not an L Braille user a home version for non commercial use and a pro version for organization. The end user price for the home version of LEdit will be around $200 US. This is the, uh, it might go a little bit down or a little bit up depending on the dealer you purchase it from uh, based on your location. But this is the end user price. And once it will be released, which is very, very soon and available for purchase, all the relevant dealers, including Elita Group uh, ourselves will announce this. If somebody purchases just LEdit, they get uh, until the end of this year, they will get access to the whole L suite of apps on uh, your PC. So you buy one, get whatever we add to L suite next. Right now it's LEdit and L notes, and all the other apps will add to, to L suite you will receive. After the end of this year, all apps, uh, you'll have the LEdit app standalone for purchase and L suite at a higher price level. So this is for users who uh, want to take advantage of these capabilities outside of the L Braille world. L Braille users get it for free, as well as the ability to install on one additional PC that they own. For and again, free. I think that's huge because not to overstate it, I'll overstate it a little bit. This capability is gonna be, be available to you on your PC with your Braille display. So it, it opens it all up in ways we haven't been able to use our PCs with these files ever. And updates for LEdit, at least for a while, will be free. So improvements, uh, bug fixes, etc., will be released via our automatic updating system. Any questions on that before we move? Uh, we have to three the next hands. Topics? Ron Ailey, maybe you can help us. Okay, looks like uh, phone user area code 330. Got a question whenever you're translating uh, files to to send it to an embosser. Will you be able to read the page numbering on the Braille display? Um, once, once you've if, done the translation, you mean? Yeah, once you've he, done the translation and sending it to the – if you've sent it to the embosser or whatever, can you save if, that translated project back to a BRF? The answer is later. the answer is yes. You can either save to BRF or save to our own format, which is called ELDT, LED document format, and it contains uh, your 
uh, trans translated text plus all the settings that you've used to emboss this document. So when you open it for embossing next time, you won't have to configure your settings again. It saves Thank everything. You. And yes, page numbers are included in this uh, case if you have them enabled in the settings of the app. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, looks like uh, Zi Huang. Um, question. I think I know the answer. Uh, I'm really excited about this, quite frankly. Um, as far as the uh, embossing features, would it allow the uh, individual to create a table of content? Uh, right now, in the first version, we don't have um, advanced, uh, too much advanced formatting. See what I mean? Uh, yes. In order to create a table of contents for now, You'll have to do it manually, but this is on our list of things to add. We have a whole bunch of features we want to add. At the same time, we really need to release something out uh, to provide customers the access to Braille files that they need so much on the L Braille platform. So uh, thank you for the comment. It's a very important one. This is in our list of features to okay. implement later. Okay. And, and the, my other question is you mentioned the... Um... Uh, if someone purchases uh, because they don't have an L Braille, the L Suite or um, the L Edit, how many computers would they be allowed to use it on? I think uh, the personal license is for one is for one machine. Svetlana, correct me if I'm wrong about this, please. If you can unmute yourself and speak it out loud instead of the chat, it would be very helpful to me. Um. And the professional license is more, okay. if I'm and not I'm, mistaken. And I'm assuming you can uh, remove the key from one device and put it on another one. You cannot do it yourself but you, for now, but you can ask for an activation uh, reset. And yes, of course, we'll cover you. You won't be left without a, uh, without a key. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, on, on pro version, you can have two licenses, two activations All right. professional. Standard version is one and professional is two. There is a difference in pricing as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Marsha is next. If you purchased a L edit, you know, along with that kind of thing. Uh, and I do have a focus 40 blue. Would I be able to get Bookshare books and Bard books and directly download, you know, without all the mess with scratch pad and all the rest of that mess, you know, and, and transfer files to that whole thing. If you that? are okay. willing to yeah. sit and read on a PC, then yeah. yes, but it cannot transfer files to the focus standalone offline. Oh. Oh, so it's running on your PC, Marsha. This is a this is an app that's going to run on your PC, right? So uh, if you're so going to download from Bard, you know you'd use the standard you know, transfer to to if you want to put it on your uh, in your focus. The thing you can do with it, though, that I'm pretty excited about is if you're grabbing content from the web, if you're getting text files from other place, Project Gutenberg springs to mind. Yeah, um, you could remember Control T will will forward translate it for you. Take right. your your Project Gutenberg file of um, you know the 1857 Popular Science uh, you know digest or whatever, right. and um, do your forward translation, save it, and then you can grab it and put it into Scratchpad you know on your on your uh, SD card for your focus, and then read it in Scratchpad. 
Ah, you know, so I would still have to go through the, you know, so if I were to grab a bookshare book or something like that, I would still have to go through the scratch pad in order to pop it on the on the focus. If, if you, you want, want to read focus, offline. Right. Yeah. This if is you, this, this whole thing runs on your PC. If you are willing to sit near your PC and read on your PC, then you don't need to transfer it to the focus. Just open it and read using your focus. Oh. Oh, okay. That's where Bluetooth is handy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do have, uh, you know, stuff Bluetooth. You know, so also I can actually uh, Bluetooth my focus with my computer because right now I have my focus on, you know, USB, you know. Yep. Thank so you I, for the question. Okay, uh, thank you very much. All right, so let's cover, I think, some other topics because okay, we have one, one last person, uh, Hiram. All right. I'm was just wondering for the embossers, like I have a uh index basic D, but it's an older version. It's version three, but Windows still runs it fine. So I would would will L Reddit edit run that as well? We support index embossers version three and up. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So I think we're going to quickly mention the other topics. We don't have time to demonstrate that much, but Ron, we have an exciting solution for math, don't we, for the education market? We do. We do. And uh, I'm hoping, can I, can I plug this, Larry? Um, sure. Hoping to, to do a, a webinar on this because JAWS has moved forward. We now have a Braille math editor. Works great on the L Braille. I sat all day and played with it. Uh, not all day. I sat for what, Adi? About an hour, I guess, today. It wasn't all day. And um, it, I'm excited about this because it will let you uh, put uh, equations using Nemeth Braille into Word. You can create single line equations, multi-line you know, equations, uh, and uh, you can enter that stuff right in, do it in Nemeth Braille, and then have JAWS just grab it and immediately drop it into an open Word document. And there's some other things you can do as well. So there isn't time here, but, you know, watch watch the space um we're doing um thursdays we're doing uh, webinars through the auspices of acb and uh, there's some vispero webinars going on and my hopes within the next month or so is to do one specifically on the um, braille math editor because it's exciting in my opinion yeah and what's exciting is that it knows how to send your braille equations directly into Microsoft Word in a readable format that a sighted teacher can easily understand. So no more uh conversions in between required. Just open it's a one step a, process. Yep. Exactly. Open a dialog box, type your math uh in braille, press enter and you get it in uh word format. So this is revolutionary in my opinion because it allows you to access braille math by sighted people uh, very easily so it's a one step forward of uh, allowing us to join the mainstream uh, in education it's available on any pc that's got jaws 2021 and office 365 providing you are running the latest build of jaws that's available um a number of other things before we open it up to general L Braille questions. Um, two things, actually. Uh, we're going to be updating L Notes as a part of this L Suite rollout with some new features that you've asked for. One is password uh, encryption. Uh, 
and you can now protect your database of notes. So every time you open L notes, you are asked to enter a password to access the, the database. This was a feature that we got requested to implement. So we have done that. Uh, feature number two is spell checking support inside of L notes. Feature number three is the system tray icon for easier access and various accessibility fixes and important fixes to the search feature uh, where right now you search for text and if you search for that text again, it's not highlighted. So you cannot, uh, when you type, it does not overwrite your text as you expect. So now it will do it and uh, various other tweaks. We are also working on a feature which we hope to release very soon, which we have announced before. We're now waiting for Google and Microsoft, the big guys to uh, prove us. This is a, uh, oh, sorry. My Android phone started talking in the background. Um, this feature is called Cloud Sync. Our beta testers have been testing this and enjoying this for a while now. It allows you to have L notes installed on an L Braille and another PC and using a Google or a Microsoft account or a compatible uh, IMAP uh, account uh, to have the, your notes synced between these devices. This includes text notes and voice notes. Um, sorry, I said the word Google, so my phone woke up. Um, the, so imagine you create a note on one device like the L Braille, it instantly appears on your PC. You delete it, it goes, uh, it goes off from both devices. So full synchronization over the cloud. We want to release this soon. We have this ready from our end. At this point in time, we are waiting for approval from Google and Microsoft. And this may take a while because we are, first of all, a Russian company and a small company and it takes, uh, time due to the situation uh, going on between the US and Russia. And because of the fact that these approvals are very long, we did not know that we should wait that long to get these guys uh, approve us. As soon as it'll be approved, uh, the feature will be out in an official statement. Uh, this is something very exciting that we want to bring out. Uh, also, another Elbro Utilities update is coming to, with a fix uh, even before L-Suite this week, actually, which will fix an issue reported by a very uh, good customer of Alt-Control-Delete key combination not being able to, to be sent out through the focus display. Uh, in work environments, this issue has been addressed and we are going to issue a very quick update to Elbro Utilities to fix that. The last topic before we finish, there's been a lot of discussion on the Elbrail list lately. And as we all know, on June 24th, Microsoft has announced their next version of Windows called Windows 11. And we got a lot of questions about Windows 11 on the Elbrail list, whether the Elbrail will run Windows 11 or not run Windows 11. So. Here are some details based on the info we've got at the moment. Windows 11 is going to be available in 64-bit variants only because of the fact that Microsoft is not allowing 32-bit devices to take advantage of Windows 11. 
it will be able to be installed only on the latest L Braille models that use the fifth generation Focus 40 displays because these are 64-bit devices. Windows 10 will be the last operating system that will be supported on the classic L Braille models, which use the Focus fourth generation operating system, uh, sorry, fourth generation Braille displays. However, all Elita Group updates and Vispero JAWS updates for the foreseeable future will be supported on all L Braille devices, regardless of operating system. So both Windows 10 equipped devices and Windows 10, uh, Windows 11 equipped devices will get all the new L Braille features, which will roll out through software updates. Um, it's also important to note that Windows 10 will still be supported through October 14th, 2025. So don't worry, uh, guys, with uh, the classic L Brailles, you are still going to get up to date. You're not going to be left behind in terms of L Braille specific functionality. Uh, starting from Windows 11 release day, new units that are going to be sold will come out with Windows 11 pre-installed. Others will be able to install it via Windows Update as it looks like for free. It's still unclear who should pay for the upgrade in terms of Microsoft or who should not, but for now it looks like it's going to be free for most Windows 10 users. So this should be the case for Braille as well. It was important for me to clarify uh, that part. That's it from my end. Ron, if you have something to um, mention, uh, I'll be happy. If not, let's take some questions uh, until we have no, until time covered permits. everything. As um, I said, I'm just here. I'm the I'm the, the uh, I'm your ride along. <laughs> no, no, so, you you are quite influential in this uh, development process. And I want to say big thank you to all the customers. And it is important for me to say this because mm -hmm. you know you know that the product, as we all know, had its and still has some very specific issues that we are working through and that could not have been expected by us and have been caused due to a lot of reasons, which I don't want to go to at this moment because we have mentioned and uh, we have mentioned Intel many times and I'm not, I, don't, I don't blame anyone. I want to focus on how can we solve the issues moving forward? We are committed to fix whatever we can in our current hardware. I have issued an email last week to the LBRAIL list with, a, with some advancement uh, that I was able to make regarding one of the issues, which I hope we'll be able, we will be able to fix. It is very important for me to say thank you to all the loyal customers who choose L Braille, despite of the fact that this product is very new and comes from a young company and that you are willing to help us to get the experience right. And also thank you to our beta testing team, which uh, people from this team are present on this um, group as well. I am committed personally and Elita Group is committed in general and Vespero as well to continue and deliver the best exp experience possible. And we really appreciate the, the, the things that you uh, are going through with us 
to get this product right on the market. And as much as we can, we will continue to be honest with you and talk very openly. It's important for me personally because I'm a user of this as well. Remember that we are developing this as users of this technology. And the issues that you see and mention as unacceptable, they are unacceptable to me as well and to Ron as well. And Ron knows for how many hours we're sitting and fighting on on fixing everything we can fix. So I really appreciate all the support we get from customers around the world despite some of the quirks that the product has, we will do our best to improve the situation forward and to keep everyone happy. Adi, we have three hands. All right, let's start. Okay, Sharon is first. I want to know if there will ever be a way to upgrade the memory or is there that I might not know about? Uh, Thank you, Sharon. It's a good question. Um, we, at this point, uh, don't have a new version of the L Braille that is compatible with the Focus uh, fourth gen variants of displays. Uh, This L Braille uses a tiny PC called the Intel Compute Stick. It's a product that was available back at the time. It is unfortunately impossible to upgrade the memory or storage on board. We are aware of the need of an upgrade path to newer hardware for the fourth generation owners specifically, but also for the fifth generation uh, display owners. We want to push the hardware forward for L Braille. And I don't want to announce anything until I'm not sure that something is going to come out at a very specific date. But as I said uh, earlier, uh, over the years for people who uh, were present in uh, earlier meetings we've conducted about the subject, we are always working and thinking how to make a viable upgrade path and produce new hardware. The decisions are very hard because it's complicated to work with these big giant techies like Intel because we're just a small assistive technology company and we don't want to repeat mistakes and get uh, some issues we have with the current devices. So we need to make sure that Intel provides us with a strong platform that we can rely on. So we are investigating all options at the moment and we will have an upgrade plan, but no no specific dates can be given yet. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And I've enjoyed this very much. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, Beth is next. Ron, you might have been the one to do this. I'm not sure, but there was a webinar in front of Vespero not too long ago, and the notes app on the L Braille was being demonstrated, mm-hmm. and that the was record was that you? That was me. That's what I thought. You were demoing the recording mm-hmm. um, part of the notes app, and I wanted to make a suggestion. Maybe it's already been done. But well, you, you, you have the product manager right here. He's all ears, yeah, except yeah. for the parts of him that aren't ears, yeah, of course. That's right. But Ron, <laughs> you had to hold down whatever the keystroke was ah, to record. Yep, this and, has already been anticipated. Uh-huh. I was, a, my, my comment was going to be, how about having a lock feature? It's there. There's a button you can press, a record button. And um, you can tell 
uh, you can tell uh, L notes start recording, so to speak, by by pressing enter on that button uh, or space, and it will record until you tell it to stop. I I once recorded. Uh, Oh, it must have been a good hour and a half meeting that way because the only thing I had with me was the uh, the L Braille. My digital recorder was at home and I wasn't. So um, it did the job. All right. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad that's been taken care of. We have uh, time for contact information for both of you. So my contact information is pretty easy. You can certainly call us uh, on, the, on the phone. And uh, I always mess our number up, Larry. What is it? So I did it wrong last time. Yeah, it's 800-444-4443. That's right. And last time I used the wrong digits. And now I scare myself. <laughs> Who did you get when you answered the, when they answered the phone? That's right. <laughs> 800-444-4443. My extension is 1171-1171. Or you can write me an email, rmiller at vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O. Dot com R. Miller at Vispero.com. All right. Uh, there are a number of methods uh, by which you can reach Elita Group. Um, if you want to email me directly, you can do so by sending an email to Adi, which is spelled A as an alpha, D as delta, I as um, India, at Elita Group, which is spelled E-L-I-T-A-G-R-O-U-P. Dot com. This is my direct email box. It might take uh, some time for me to reply because I am full of stuff. But uh, of course, as the product manager, I'm always um, willing to hear feedback from customers and uh, communicate with you. It's very important for me to uh, hear your feedback. And based on this, we're driving our development here. Here you go. I'll edit was uh, done due to influence uh, of customer feedback. You can also reach the general address uh, of Elita Group and then somebody else uh, on our team, most likely Svetlana, will reply to you uh, with your question and if necessary, redirect it to me. There is info, I-N-F-O, at elitagroup.com and Svetlana is also here. She is dealing with everything that is related to assistive technologies in our company support and what have you, she can be contacted at Svetlana, S-V-E-T-L-A-N-A at elitagroup.com. Excellent. It has been a terrific hour. We thank you both for talking a lot about the Elbril. It's got such wonderful potential. Looking forward to everything that's coming in the near future. And, uh, Again, thank you both for being with us. Thank you for the opportunity. We really appreciate everybody for being here with us, too. Have a, a yeah. lot of folks we know, a lot of folks we got to meet tonight. So appreciate everybody's attending. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. And next week, we will not be here. It will be July 5th, and that is the day after July 4th. We're going to take that week off. On the 12th of July, um, a group of us from... ACBDA, ACB Diabetics in Action, will be here. We're going to talk about what we're going to be doing at the, at the ACB convention. It's a very ambitious three days of classes, about eight hours. And we invite you to become part of that, listen to what we have to say, and hopefully join us. That'll be on July 12. Um, and we'll talk about what's happening the rest of the month when we get back together 
on July 12th. Thank you so much for being with us and join us in uh, two weeks for Tech Talk.